You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast, Episode 29. Have you noticed that less and less people are engaging with your social media posts? Have you been trying to figure out what's going on? It's a major challenge to grow your business if people aren't even seeing what you're sharing. When it comes to Facebook and Instagram, the reality is it's a pay-to-play game now. For some people, that freaks them out. Like they just envision their money on fire and burning up with no results. For some, that can be the reality if they just dive in without a strategy. But thankfully, there are people out there that know how to turn those dollars into results. In this episode, we get to chat with Janet Johnson. She's an online marketing pro. She's been in the space for over 20 years. So to say she's been through it all is an understatement. You gotta listen up. So turn up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, revisit your online ads budget, and get ready to hear how you can get that ROI you need to kick ass in your biz and take it to the next level. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. Do you want to make money online, but you don't know where to start? Do you feel overwhelmed with all the things? All the shiny objects, everything that's out there, everything that people are telling you to do. Listen, girl, same. I hear you. I was right there with you. But thankfully, I was introduced to some of the best marketing secrets on how to grow your business online. And that was a huge turning point for me. So because of that, I feel compelled to shout it from the rooftops. Okay, I won't really shout it, but it might sound like a broken record for a while. The good news is that you can get your hands on these secrets for free. Just pay shipping and handling. I mean it, literally. Get the underground playbook that will totally reframe how you look at doing business online. It was a turning point for me, and I know it will be for you too. Go to hotmestosuccess.com slash book to claim your copy today. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are so excited to have you listening in today. We have a fantastic guest with us, Janet E. Johnson. We are so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited, too. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Yes. So Janet and I actually met through a networking group several years ago, and I you know, who, what's the number one question you have in business? Like, how do I build my business? How do I build my business on social media? How am I going to figure out all this Instagram and Facebook and all this craziness? And so I was immediately sucked into Janet. Like, I got to get to know this woman better. I got to start following her on Facebook and seeing what she's doing. And so there was an instant attraction to you, Janet. Yay! (laughs) 
<laughs> That's funny. I bet there's lots of people that feel that way about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots of us out there too, but yeah, I mean, you just got to do the best you can to make yourself stand out from everybody else. Yeah. Right, right. Well, let me tell you guys, Janet is an expert in Facebook and Instagram marketing. She is the guru. She's the know-how. Um, she's the go-to. So I am super excited that she's joining Amanda and I today on the show because Amanda and I are like, hey, we have some really good questions about things that we're doing. And I know one of the things, Janet, that I'd love to start off with is I want to have you introduce yourself. But in that also is um, after that, I really want to know about this whole Instagram thing because, oh, it seems like Facebook was a little bit easier and now Instagram, I'm a little bit confused. But Janet, I'm going to let you take over because I know our audience is more excited to hear from you. So, <laughs> Well, thanks. Thanks. Well, yeah, my background comes from, I've been doing this, the internet marketing world since 98. So it's kind of crazy how back, far back it goes. Um, I have an elementary education degree, couldn't find the job in it. And then I ended up doing some network marketing, became an entrepreneur. Years later, saw selling on eBay. So that became my end of the internet world. Did a bunch of things, did a bunch of things there that I didn't know were illegal, but it was. Um, but, <laughs> you know, you live and you learn. No, it wasn't, you know, I was just, I was selling high-end fake clothing. So it was, you know, I didn't sure. realize that it was. But bottom line is it transformed into doing a lot of different things online. And over the years in, in 08, I started this business. And I did have a partnership at one point and that didn't work. So we, I ended up going on my own and had to re-rebrand my business again. So, I mean, there's been a lot of transformations over the, the years and transition. I ended up putting my husband on Facebook and his business on Facebook in 08, 09 and saying, let's just put, throw pictures. He's a general contractor. Let's get the pictures there, get the different things on uh, Facebook and not even build a website. And the people came like, it was interesting. Like one person saw, Oh, you like this page. I see you like this page. So we're going to call them because you, you know, it was so small back then and it's obviously changed. But bottom line is that led me to introducing other businesses and other businesses. I used to do Google, like get people at the top of Google, YouTube. I mean, I used to do everything. Twitter. I was one of the first people on Twitter, you know, but I still know enough to be dangerous all across all of them. But my focus, it got too big. It just got too big. And we all have to niche down in our business. I mean, that's a lesson that everybody needs to learn is we all have to niche down. And my niche now has become Facebook and Instagram at this point. So that's, that's my world. So your question is Instagram. I don't even know what to say to you because Here's the deal with Instagram right now. They keep messing with the algorithm over and over and over. It's uh, May was a big hit, I think. And my clients that are paying for advertising on Instagram at this point were the only ones that didn't really get hit with this big algorithm change. So that tells me we kind of have the pre-conversation that, that Instagram is already moving to pay to play. I believe it's, it's, you know, you can do certain strategies to like using 30 hashtags. There's a lot of different things that you can do on Instagram, but even still, it's still hard to get that reach and engagement like we used to be able to get. Um, followers, getting the growth of followers is very difficult. I run right now for three of my different clients, we run Instagram follower campaigns. 
So we specifically take and run an ad to the link of the profile and ask people to follow. Like that's kind of the workaround to do it. And, you know, we get followers that way because buying followers isn't the right thing to do as we know. But man, to get that, I don't know anybody that's flying in the thousands of thousands of followers anymore, whereas you used to, you know, we needed to be on it sooner. That's where TikTok comes in. But anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's talk to oh, Amanda and I TikTok together. We're, we're on the cutting edge now, right? Oh, that's great. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Well, I would, I mean, you got to you, know, you know, I look back at when I got on Instagram and I'm like, I sat on it for a few years. Because I wasn't, I thought it was dumb. I thought Facebook was dumb. I was on MySpace. I mean, you know, I thought, so it, it's one of those things where you kind of got to, otherwise you have to work harder at it if you wait. That's kind of sure. how it works. I for sure. totally so I don't have an answer for you. That's not even a good answer. But bottom line is there's different strategies you can do to get the organic reach and you need to blend it with paid too. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like so long ago when we started on Facebook, it was really like, and I feel like this is the mentality of a lot of people is it's a free platform, right? Like it's a free place to go and you don't have to pay to be there or anything like that. But I feel like people who want to drive traffic, you know, build their audience, get in front of new faces, promote an event or whatever they're doing, you, it's really hard to do it for free. Now, is, is free totally dead? I wouldn't say it's totally dead. The thing is you've got to do a lot of different strategies. Bottom line is video is going to overcome it more than anything. So I, I suggest video. Right now on Instagram, your biggest reach is video. I can go into a client's account right now and go video, 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 reach and then get got engagement way more than a picture. So an IGTV is another thing to overcome that algorithm. So I guess using videos, going live, that kind of thing is going to help, but you still need to put money behind it. Like it will get the reach. The only pages that I see that can do really well, you probably need to post like 10 times a day and we don't have time for that. You know, that's kind of your only way that you're going to get a lot of reach for free. So. And I also saw somebody post the other day and maybe they're paying or whatever, but they're like, you know, post, like try to get more creative and post like one thing a day versus 10 things a day and try to get engagement, like get people to interact with you. Because once people actually yeah. start commenting, you're going to have a much more productive thing than 10 posts with no comments and no nothing on it. What's your feeling on that? Well, that's how the algorithm works. So with the algorithm, both Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, as far as I know, they all work with the power has to happen immediately. So meaning that's why you can't go put hashtags, your 30 hashtags on the next day or even hours later. It has to be immediate because the immediate engagement leads to, oh, this looks interesting. So we're going to show this to more people. Then more people see it. So I just put a post up today that's totally stupid on my Facebook profile. It's just, and I, I knew this would be a good one because I did it in 3D. <laughs> it's always those ones that you're like, this is so, so dumb. Stupid. It was everybody's going to comment. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, exactly. So I noticed like it's blowing up right now. If I went, I'd see a bunch more likes on it. 
and it's me wearing a shirt that says it's freaking cold or it's so freaking cold or I'm it's I am so freaking cold and it's my shirt and everybody's like I need that shirt you know and that kind of thing <laughs> it's just the stupidest thing but it's one of those types of things where you know it's people want that shirt they're all cold you know we're in Minnesota and and it's just one of those things that takes off. So the more like, Lori, you're right on. I mean, the more engagement you can get, the quicker you can get it. You know, if you can get people to share your post, that kind of, which is hard on Facebook. Some, I mean, there's no sharing on Instagram, but on Facebook, if you can get people to share it, that that's like equals the most points. So if you look at points for it, shares are the most points. So if you were to do a point system, that would be like three points. Comments would be two points and a like would be one point. So you want to mm -hmm. kind of get the, the shares the most, but that's, that's typically going to come from like a fun video or something like that. Typically. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. My brain is going, da, 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 da. I told Amanda the other day, I said, gosh, I just, I want to build our Instagram page, our hot mess to success Instagram page. I said, but you know, it seems like so much of it is, it needs to be like organic. And so as far as Instagram is a lot of that, like finding people who are similar to your industry and going and commenting because almost every YouTube video I've watched on building Instagram, it's like, you've got to it's engagement, like engaging with other pages and stuff, which is time consuming, right? So is that the, is that one option? Is there an easier option than spending hours a day commenting on other people's stuff or is that? Well, necessary? make sure you use your hashtags. You know, that's a big thing. Use the full 30 hashtags. I'd say 20 minimum to 30 hashtags. You know, I've heard different things in the industry. I've uh, used smaller niched hashtags. So because you're in Minnesota, maybe use some Minnesota. We're working on a new list of hashtags for me right now. For my business, we have another, I work with a Pearl company. We have a specific list. Like I'll show you, this is my list. You can see mm -hmm. the grids. This is all my hashtags. And I base them on like motivation around the podcast, around blog. Then I can just copy and paste. And then I have 10 core hashtags. I could teach a whole class on hashtags, but the bottom line is it's, it needs to be under a million. So you don't want those giant hashtags. You want more niche tax hashtags. And I think the more niche you get, so under 500,000, under 100,000, the more niche you get, the better off you are to get the followers and get followers. That makes so, sense. People used to go after the big ones. I did too. I mean, we all did. We went after, oh, love, hashtag love for, the, for a while. It was the biggest one on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, you have to use hashtag love. I mean, this was years ago, but... You know what I mean? Now it's gone the opposite direction. So that's the other thing. And then doing lots of stories and don't forget stories. It's like a whole nother, I call Instagram, I think Instagram has three platforms really. It's got the feed, it has the stories, and it has IGTV. So it's really three platforms in one. So you need to be using all three of those platforms. So making sure that you do stories every single day. They're easy, They're, but you know, you should have a strategy behind it or you could do some randoms too, but try to do a story every single day. And worst case scenario, what I do is I share my post to my story because it could be a different audience, you know, because people like, some people consume stories, some people consume the feed and it's a mix. It's such a mix. I mean, what do you guys do? What do you consume more? All I do is the feed. I've never, I've never any. even been into stories or the Instagram TV. Yeah. So I'm a total. Okay. Instagram has not even been 
really anything in regards to like, and sometimes I'll like try and get myself into the habit to like check it out. But I'm so, I don't know. I, I filter a lot of what I have going on in life in general. So I don't have a whole heck of a lot. Like I'll pop on there. And of course, like I'll, I'll scroll through Facebook for the most part, but like I, I never really got in the groove with Instagram. I know it's, it's just a different beast or whatever. And I'll go through different spurts again and try and be like, okay, well, you know, I'll catch it. I'll catch on to it, whatever. And I just don't, but I think that from what I've been hearing, and again, this is probably even the tail end, but I have been hearing if like you had to wait one or the other her like Instagram is where like you should be focused at the moment. So I don't know. I'm, I'm way more comfortable with Facebook. Though. It depends. I really believe that depends on a business. I work with a lot of jewelry clients. That's one of my niches. So of course, Instagram, you know, just makes sense. That's like an of course. But the bottom line is, um, I also work with Peterbilt Trucking Company, okay? Like trucking, truckers. Do you think they're on Instagram? They were like, oh, our audience isn't on Instagram. Well, don't say they aren't unless you test. So what we did, we just did an ad campaign with Peterbilt and that campaign was on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram performed way better and had more reach. Crazy. Like you oh. just don't know. Right. Um, so people go, I've had exactly what you're saying, Amanda. I've had my jewelry clients say to me, they're a little more old school, but they're just listening to what everybody else is saying out there. Like, isn't Facebook dead? You know? And I'm like, well, first off, Facebook owns Instagram and you have right. to do the ads through it. So you have to exist on both places. You know, you just have to. So why not let, if you're, if you're doing the advertising side of things, why not let the ads figure it out for themselves? You know, so I always test what I have found though is the jewelry clients tend to work better on Instagram, whereas like coaches and consultants and stuff like that tend to work better on Facebook. But yeah. I will not say for like, it's just like if somebody says to me, should I do a graphic for my ad or should I do a video? I don't know that answer until we test it. Yeah. Right. There's lots of testing that goes on. So for the, for the beginner person to like go learn about even like these Instagram, if they're only doing the feed right now and they want to go learn about stories and they want to go learn about Instagram TV. I mean, how long has Instagram TV even been around? It launched in, we were, we just had that in my presentation, 17, end of 17, 18, but then it was a dud. And then it, it ended up where they decided finally to take the first minute of any IGTV and you could put it in your main feed that first minute and link it up to IGTV. Since then, it's increased a lot. And actually, I think they give prevalence in the feed to IGTVs because they're trying to get people to use it more. It was, it was their competitor to YouTube for creators. Okay. So the bottom line is they, they wanted to make it work. So that's really helped. And then stories is... Right now, I would say Instagram stories is the hottest thing out there. It really is. I do a lot of my presentations lately have been on how to run Instagram stories advertising, specifically because if, you, if you're on Instagram stories and you don't have 10,000 followers, you can't get the swipe up feature. So basically, right. if you're on your phone, you can swipe up and be taken to another website. You can't get that if you have less than 10,000 followers, but you can still, you could run ads and get the swipe up feature. So oh. we do a lot. The jewelry client, actually, the one that I've been kind of talking about, we did the feed for an ad and then we tested stories. The feed per email conversion 
was almost $4 for, per email conversion with the feed. And with, and I t- that was both Facebook and Instagram. And then Instagram stories, we got it down to $1.66 a lead. Wow. So, I mean, you just got to test these things. That's the bottom line. And, you know, jewelry makes sense. I get it. But it doesn't mean that you can't test it with any type of business. And you just never know. And I've done the test with other companies too. And some have been more expensive with the Instagram stories. We went back to the feed. So you just don't know. So one of the things I want to ask, because you talked, you gave a good amount of history of what you had done over time within the marketing and how you got into it. And, um, you know, the different, you know, our show is called hot mess of success type thing. And so you've been in the entrepreneurial space for quite some time. So through that, I know that there's, you know, ebbs and flows and especially in internet marketing, like you are, you are absolutely in one of the fastest changing spaces constantly. And, you know, I just, can you share with, I mean, considering you, I mean, even back you were with e-commerce. So that stuff that changes rapidly as well. Yeah. How do you, how do you get yourself to be okay with that? Or is it, or, or if you remember like through that, cause I, I feel like so many people get freaked out about that, but it's like, this is part of it. Like <laughs> the, you need to be, you need to be okay with that. So, I mean, is there, is there things that you do? Are you just comfortable with it at this point? Or, cause I know it's, it's frustrating. I, I guess I didn't share too much. Like, so I'm in e-commerce is the main, you know, thing okay. that we do. Got it. You know, I've been, my husband and I have been doing that now for 13 years, full time, mainly we focus a lot on Amazon and we also, we have our own brands, but we do other things within marketing. Um, that's what we've been learning, but it is, it's a constant changing, constant evolution. I just, I like for, I I kind of want, I don't want to freak people out when they're looking to get into this type of thing, to be able to work from home. Cause I think it's, it's not something that is, I just, I just like people to understand that it's kind of like, it's part of the it's mix. work. It's yeah. work. It's probably more work than a job. I mean, <laughs> that's the bottom line. It is. But, you know, when I got into this, what I was running a daycare in my basement for six years. And that's when I started selling on eBay. And then I transitioned out of that and that kind of thing. But the bottom line is, why did I even do a daycare? Because I didn't want to go to corporate America and work, you know, for corporate America. So my goal for working this, and I run my agency from home. I have virtual, every, every, my team is virtual. I don't want to be in an office. I've said that to people over and over again. I do not, that's not my goal. Now my kids are older now, 15 and actually my kid turned 21 yesterday, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> but the bottom line is, so they're older now and I could go to an office and it wouldn't, you know, I don't have, I have a lot more freedom than I had when they were little. But the bottom line is that's not what my goal is. I want to go be able to live by palm trees or whatever, you know? So that's my goal someday, you know, to get out of this place. So it's not easy, but I will say there are, there are days where I go, man, I went in the wrong career. It changes way too fast. Like I can't, I have to learn every single day of my life. Like it's not like, let's just throw out I work with a lot of dentists, you know, becoming a dentist, not a lot changes with teeth, you know, they stay the same. And so it's, you know, there's newer technologies, but it's not so fast changing where usually over time, you're not having to learn constantly. So it is one of those battles. But what I say is it keeps me young. My kids think I'm crazy because I'm on TikTok, you know, like it's, 
it keeps me young. They think I'm nuts. I'm way more on social media than they are. And um, it just, it, it's kept me young. It keeps it, the changes. Um, people are always going to need what I do, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, right now, I specialize in Facebook and Instagram advertising, but you know, that's not, I will shift with the times. Mm-hmm. I will have to shift again. I guarantee right. you, I won't be doing this for the next three to five years. Yep. So my business will have to shift and I just have had to shift. I've had to shift this way, this way, this way, had partnership that didn't work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a roller coaster ride. It really is. You know, then you get into your niche, but then it will change again. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so but I, know, I know the changes, so it it will change. Yeah, good question. Is it true that it's you're not supposed to be doing business, or like I see a lot of people posting on their personal Facebook pages about business? Facebook hasn't done anything about it, so I don't know. Okay, it's you not know, like so- they're going to shut your profile down or something. No, um, you know when the first when they first launched ads, I don't know if you guys remember this. We were able to do ads from our personal profile. Oh, I did so, not know that. Yeah. And that was great. I'm like, this is sweet. You know, it's kind of like groups. I can't wait till groups have some sort of advertising, which is coming soon. Yeah. But, but the bottom line is they pulled that because they didn't want people to be running their, you know, personal profile as a business. Oh, so many of my friends do though. I mean, I see it a lot. I've never heard of one thing happening to them. No. So what? kind of like, contests years ago. Contests, they had so many rules with contests and I'd always be like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. You have to do it through a third party app. And they didn't care. They didn't do anything. They don't do anything about that. You know, they're too big, I think sometimes, but they are strict with their ads. Yeah. So the ad side of the world, you better know what you're doing because there's a lot of rules now because of the whole Cambridge Analytica thing. Yeah. So, I mean, what about too, I know that there are just for people that are doing, you know, different things that they want to have like engagements. And I know that there are like when you, so, so for instance, if you're on Facebook and you're going to, you know, put a link out, well, they don't want you to go to YouTube. So you're sharing a YouTube link. And so that's going to be suppressed. Or, you know, and I heard a gal that she really specializes in growing her audience via Facebook live. And she was saying there's certain, there's actually certain words. It doesn't even matter what's in my thing. If I say certain words, they are going to suppress my reach and they know. So like they actually have whatever the obvious they're listening. So she's like, I can't even say, Hey, like comment, share, like all this stuff. Boom. That's link bait. Yeah. They call it link bait. Bottom line is it's that those two words you just said. Like you shouldn't say like this comment, you know, especially comment. That's the big no, no. Yeah. And there's a lot of rules because a lot the live you're talking about probably maybe links to many chat. Many chat used to be, Mm -hmm. if you put one word, then you'd boom, be the subscriber, but now you can't say the one word anymore. So there's just all these little mini rules. Um, But it's, it's kind of like the bottom line is we need to remember it's social. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of those, I just had the conversation with a LinkedIn friend of mine this morning, Joanne Funch, if you know her, and she was talking about how everybody wants to do these automated systems and, and, you know, they want the short, shortcut route. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all, you know, oh, can I buy 5,000 followers tomorrow instead of, you know, working for it? But the bottom line is social media has the word social in it. 
And we all try to take the shortcuts. The people doing the best on Instagram right now are doing stories where they ask them to send them messages. And then they have to do it themselves and manually answer these messages. Um, my kid, he, my 21-year-old just bought from, so one of the methods that this workout guy uses, some fitness guy he follows, has more than a million followers, as soon as somebody likes his page or his profile, he sends a message to him. I don't know if he hired somebody to do it. Don't ask me that. But it's, you, you cannot do it with a bot or anything like that. You have to manually do it. So I went and followed the guy. So my kid bought. So he actually set up a call and everything and bought it. And then I just go, well, I'm going to follow him to see what he does, you know. So I followed him. Boom. Within two seconds of following him, I got a message. I'm like, well, no, I'm just following him because my kid bought your pro. <laughs> Like, you don't really, you're not my style, but you know, anyway, it was just kind of funny, but I'm like, wow, this is kind of a good marketing tactic. Yeah. So they're creating messages. So using messenger and actually being social and not taking the shortcut route. Those are the people that are really converting to sales. Yeah. And that's your that's, pretty much your only way, unless you want to pay to, that's you know, kind of the experience you had, Amanda, with that guy that contacted you through messenger, right? For asking for a review on his podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was, well, and it was, I don't even know, he must've found us in a group or something, or I don't remember what it was, but it actually, it was like this whole like process to where he did it intentionally, obviously knowing that we had a podcast. And of course he didn't like say that, but he's like, Hey, I have a, I have a favor to ask you whatever. And it was actually him. Cause we started like chatting back and forth, you know, whatever. But ultimately like his thing is he had, a, you know, how to get reviews for your podcast. Like that was like one of his main things. And so of course, once I started digging and finding that, I was like, wow, that was pretty smooth. He's like, yeah, I just pulled that one on you. So it was just so funny because I was just like, okay, so I'm, I'm actually doing what I'm telling people to do basically. Um, but then there was, there was another, uh, another guy, he's, um, big into doing internet marketing for courses. And that was his big thing and how he, just grew crazy. He has one of the largest, actually still, he doesn't do Amazon FBA anymore, but he has one of the largest Amazon FBA group. I think it's the largest actually in all of on Facebook. But anyways, for his courses, what he does is he hired VAs around the clock and immediately, like it was nonstop. So like he wasn't doing it, but basically all of the people that would have a question, you would be communicating immediately with him. And so it was just that, that concept, that's how he built up, you know, the group and that's one of the things that was, that was his main way that he got such a, a large audience. Yeah. Yep. So you got to be real active with it and it's I just sending messages. Yeah. Is a great way to do it. I think that's so key. And I've heard trainings before too, where they say, you know, look at like even Facebook and then Facebook messenger almost as two separate platforms, right? Like, so you want to almost as, as many of your friends or followers, you can bring off of Facebook and into messenger and start having a real conversation with them and connect with them is, is going to be different. So some people do this through like, Hey, private message everyone on their birthday or, you know, something. So at least you're starting a conversation with all these people out here. Oh, so, so you're getting to know them and then maybe their, their interaction starts showing up. So then you're, if you have a relationship, I don't know, would it make a difference? Like if Facebook can see that you're having a conversation out here with them, then maybe you'll show up more in their newsfeed. Does that have any correlation? In, in Instagram, I know it has some, some to do with it. I'm not positive with Facebook on that. I mean, it's all engagement, so it probably does help because it is still engagement in some format or another. 
And then they just launched, I don't even know where I put it on my phone, Threads. Have you guys heard of that? Mm-mm. See, it's where you can put, I don't even use it, but I use it a little bit. It is the app for close friends. It's your messenger for Instagram but it's for close friends. So I only added a few of my good friends. And when they message me, I get the bing versus, so it's almost like, it's like messenger, but it's threads for Instagram. Instagram. Another app. Yeah. So let's let's add more Facebook apps on my phone. (laughs) Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Do you need a step-by-step guide and how to dominate the online marketing game? Do you think you have what it takes to rise up to the challenge? Of course you do, or else you wouldn't be listening to this kick-ass podcast. Laura and I mention the One Funnel Away Challenge on our podcast pretty regularly. That's because you got to give credit where credit is due. The idea for this project was created through that amazing 30-day crash course into high-level marketing foundations and strategies. Oh, and it's only $100. It's pure insanity. I'm not kidding. This challenge was better than the marketing classes that I took in college. A new challenge is going to start very soon, so don't be left in the dust. Go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash OFA to see all that is included. It's going to blow your mind. It is, it is funny about how the different ways that we communicate, even with like, I have, uh, so some different people, like I pulled Laura onto box and like, we just have to box her. Um, so I use that, we use that a lot so that we can like fast forward people. Like I have friends that are in the South and I can listen to them on like four X. It's hilarious. Um, John was actually just telling me, my husband was just telling me the other day, He's like, dude, he's like, I can only listen to you on one X. And he's like, but listen to this. He goes, this is exactly how you sound in there on three X. I'm like, yeah, like fix it up really well. But there's that there's, I mean, I use that Slack, Facebook messenger text. I, sometimes I don't even know which one I'm communicating in. Like, and now yeah. I, I had went to the um, many chat conference and they're talking about how that's how it's going to be. Actually, you're going to be communicating and we're going to have like basically one platform. That would be, nice. well, I heard they're merging and I don't know when it's happening. The ins- WhatsApp. Instagrams and messenger. Yeah. They called it something, something rich content, something into where like you're going to be communicating. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. You're going to be able to be communicating with that person all just basically in one spot. But I think that's just the Facebook world, right? No, like everything, like you're not going to notice, you're not going to tell if it's like something rich content. Gosh, I wish I could remember what it was. I wonder. Within the next like separate, you know what I mean? So in the next year. So they're saying like soon it's all, it's like when you get, because of how it's going to appear on our phone, we're not going to really notice that it's where it's coming from and (laughs) something rich content. It's going to drive me crazy. So anyways, (laughs) I I mean, it's going to move again. It's just going to be moving so fast anyways. It's like, uh, yeah. so I mean, I, I really appreciate, and this is my kind of perspective on even being, again, we, we had been in the Amazon world for so long and like learning all of these different marketing things and realizing that, like you said, there's a couple things. It doesn't mean that you don't take note of the new stuff or the little hacks or the things that you want to do. But if you don't have that proper foundation, you're not going to get anywhere anyways. It doesn't matter all the little things that you try because it's not going to be able to be sustainable. So it's like, you need to have that proper foundation with whatever you're doing, with whatever you're learning. Like you said, have true authentic engagement. It doesn't mean you leave some of that other, you know, the ninja stuff that comes along and don't just don't ignore it per se. But that's not, that's what a lot of people like focus on and they feel like, oh, this is what I need to do. Well, you know what you need to do? 
you need to do what's real and authentic and start actually truly just building an audience organically. And yes, there's some paid ways to do that as well. I mean, you should be doing that too, but like just all like the little like tricks here and there. I mean, that's not going to get you anywhere. If again, you're not like really focused on that, you know, main authentic, genuine growth. And, And I appreciate, it's funny. It's such a such a tug of war between the marketing platforms. It's like they do something and they make a change and then the marketers change to try and like hack that. And then they're like, Oh wait, I don't want you to do that. I'm going to change this. And then they're well, like, marketers okay, well, totally ruin it. We, we are. I know. The I, know. I mean, it is. It is. it's, it's been that way forever. I mean, it's like markers make the hack and then it's, it changes. And then they're like, Oh, the marketers figured it out. We got to move it this direction. You know, and then we have to figure out that one. And, it's this yeah, crazy that's war. Insane. It's like, can't it we is. all just get along? But it's not, it's like, <laughs> that's oh, it's so but back to what you were saying though, I think you're right. Like one, I mean, I have many people go through my, my ads are why Academy. And I say, you know, are you building an email list though? Like, the basics still are so important. You need these pieces, the Instagram, the Facebook, the LinkedIn, to drive people to your business, your something you own. That's why like many chat messenger marketing's great, you know, your own email list. I have somebody doing work upstairs. Uh, you're good. <laughs> um, anyway, um, bottom line is it's it's just you still need to have that sales funnel. Right. This is a piece to get them through that sales funnel to where you're going, you know, and, and some are brand awareness. Some, you know, there's multiple different things that you can do with video is brand awareness. And, and then there's conversion campaigns. There's so many different things that you can do, but it's still taking them to what you own and getting them, you know, through the funnel to a sale. Let's talk about that's why we're all doing it. We want sales. I mean, that's right. right. You know, whether you know, we talk engagement, we talk this, we talk that, but the bottom line is it's about sales. Yeah. Well, and then so mention your ROI Academy. Who is that specifically for? So some people that are our audience uh, might be interested, like, hey, you know, I'm I'm interested in some of these things. At you know, what level do I have to be at, or whatever for for your course? Yeah. You know what we we I'd say. All the people this last time were brand new. I've had a lot of newbies. Yeah, so new, new people that have never even used Ads Manager before are, you know, I, mean, I come from elementary education, so I do bring it down to that level. Um, but then I take it into some advanced. We do, talk, we do talk conversion pixels, and we set up all that. It is not for e-commerce, though. That's one thing, because it's not, Facebook ads are just very different for e-commerce than they are for coaches, consultants, um, local businesses. So that's the type of people that I mainly have. It's any business that owner that is looking to, you know, drive traffic and build an email list, maybe do webinars, whatever that may be, or just a local business that wants more traffic. That's who it would be for. E-commerce is just different. That's awesome. Well, I think there's a lot of people out there who think they can't afford to do this. And so what is your, your thought process on that? Like what is a, a starting budget for somebody who's looking at marketing or can they try to experiment themselves or is it kind of throwing your money out the window? Well, I just tell people the boost isn't good enough anymore. I mean, just don't hit just the boost unless you're, unless you're doing a brand awareness campaign, who cares then, you know, brand awareness is brand awareness. And that's, that's just like, okay, I want to be seen by people. And, and I work with some clients where we have to, because they, 
their people, their businesses, their brand, big brands, you have to walk into a store and we can't do a conversion specifically, but we do build their email list as a conversion. So I would say I do tell businesses now, I used to say you could get away with $5 a day, not anymore. I'd say $10 a day is your minimum. And I mean, not to be a brat about it, but if you can't, if your business can't afford $10 a day, then you probably shouldn't even be in business because that's not much money. I mean, I used to run, we used to just do postcard mailings for my husband's general contracting company. I mean, you're talking to the $10,000 plus. I mean, $10 a day is absolutely nothing in reality for a marketing budget, but that's not that's okay. You know, if you're a little local business, that could put, put a great dent in your business. But it, it, it should be more like getting up to $20, $30 a day minimum uh, for a small business. But, is, you know, many of my clients, I do more like $50 to $100 a day for bigger clients too. Can they promote events? Is there yeah. paid marketing for events? Okay. Yeah, we do events a lot. Yep. Yep. I have a jeweler that brings people to him and he just had a big event. And so we ran, we actually ran an event. We, we marketed his event by boosting that event. I don't know if you've heard of that, but there's a boost button inside of the Facebook event. And then we also tested and ran a link click ad that where they had to click on the, we copied and pasted the link into that ad. That ad did much, much better than the event ad itself, the boosting. So one of those things where it's it's another test. I think somebody was doing now that you said that with the boosting the event because you can't boost a Facebook Live, right? Not till it's done. Okay, so I think what happened was she was saying that she creates an event for her Facebook Live, boosts that, and then drives people to her Facebook Live. That makes sense. That now makes kinda, sense. <laughs> they, look at that little marketing thing, and now that Facebook is going to hear this, they're going to be like, "All right, we're going to figure out how to squash that." But anyway, exactly. that's what she was doing. Um. That's a good idea. And then after the fact, one of the things Mari Smith teaches, she talks about turning that into a watch after the fact too. We were actually doing that. We were doing a, or we did a, what was it? A premiere? Is that what it was? Or was that, okay. Well, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. So we were doing that and people thought it was live, but here's the deal. Here's the difference. And this is where for us personally, I think that that's fine. So we were taking, we had not done anything with our videos and we're like trying to figure out, we had so much to, you know, we were just learning podcasting. So we were trying to figure all this out. Like, well, we definitely want to do something with this. So we're like, well, let's, you know, we had a a week where we were going through like season one and then we were going to like take a little bit of a break and start season two. So during that break, we're like, let's throw up our videos. Instead of just putting them up on Facebook, we were doing them as premiere. Some people did look at them and they were like, oh my gosh, they thought we were live. However, that interaction wasn't there because after a while they realized that we're you know, not paying attention to anybody. So I do think it's important when you are doing a live, of course, it doesn't have to be all the time, but like we're going to do Facebook lives to kind of talk, but engagement is huge. And that is really going to help your live and not just engagement because you can be on there and we're like, okay, well, this is the perfect fix. We'll just put it up there and we can like comment and like talk to people in the comments. But, and again, they still kind of thought it was live, but you weren't engaging. So it didn't get that same amount of, you know, play that it could have if you actually were live. So Laura and I are going to start doing, you know, more lives to where we are interacting right on when people are on there and and chatting with them a little bit there. I think that that's going to help. And I mean, both of us are relatively, as long as we have our hair and makeup done, we're like, (laughs) we'll just jump on and do some lives. So that's fine. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and 80, something like 80 to 90% do watch the replay. 
Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. That's a big, cool. big amount. Yeah. That is. So, I mean, okay. So for us, so this is with a goal of increasing, you know, basically just promoting, you know, the episodes that we're doing, you know, we haven't, we haven't done a a lot of marketing whatsoever. Again, we wanted to get into the groove of learning how to do the podcast and bring, you know, some great content. But again, having great content means nothing if people aren't, you know, getting to hear it. So we're like, okay, now it's time for us to get serious and kind of put kind of a basic type of, you know, marketing strategy in place for what we want to do. One of the things again, is we're going to get on and on our page and we're going to do, you know, some Facebook lives and, and things like that. But what would you think again? Cause we want to get into, you know, cold market, our target market. I've, I've used Facebook ads for our other stuff. So I'm somewhat familiar in creating audiences, you know, having the, mm-hmm. the pixel, all that kind of stuff. But what would you think would be a good strategy? Let's start with just on Facebook for us to, you know, be able to reach our, our audience and have more people come and check out the podcast. You could do it via video with with like this type of thing. Um, I was just on a, another guy's podcast. He puts twenty dollars to every. He just puts twenty bucks to every podcast. Now, how you do that is the question. Like, where sure. do you want to drive them to? There's so many questions. There, do you want to drive them to your website? Do you post all these on your website too? We do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So most people would take them to the website because a you can pixel them, and b it's then they can choose where they want to watch the, you know, or listen. Cause we, and then what we do in our, we, we record just like you guys. So we do have the video option on our blog also, or they can choose, you know, all the different places that they'd like to listen. Um, The goal like of our podcast and probably yours too is iTunes. Like iTunes is the golden piece. You know, that's where you want the reviews. That's where you want, to get the traffic and the people going, it doesn't really matter if they subscribe, which place they subscribe exactly, but it's about getting right now. The only criteria that people look at is the reviews. You have no idea how many downloads people have had. We do on the back end, you know, yeah. but they don't know. So the bottom line is I take them to the website and um, you could do it just as a traffic campaign. Okay. You know, your basic cool. traffic campaign, but I would, if you, if it's a big goal of yours, I would put, 10, 20 minimum probably to each one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. One of the things I think is kind of underutilized going back, backtracking a little bit is the events thing. I was telling my, my parents who own local stores, like to do use events for everything. Cause I will actually go into events even this weekend. And I was looking like, Hey, what's going on Saturday night around town? I'll go into Facebook and I'll go into the calendar and I'll look for local events. And so I tell people, I'm like, even putting your sales in there, your shopping in there. Like, even if it's, even if you're a, lo- a brick and mortar store, and you're just having a, you know, weekend sale, like do an event for it. Because then when I'm looking and I open my Facebook app and I'm going to look for local events that are going around town, whether I'm looking for something that's going on karaoke or bingo or whatever, I'm also going to find like local sales, things like that. And we could also probably put our podcasts in there as events. You know what I mean? Like we could put our podcast in there as events because then it'd be something that people would go to. We could have yeah. them set for every Tuesday that we have an event going on every Tuesday. And then it just drives traffic more to them for people who I use the calendar and I don't know a lot. I'm maybe other people, I'm obviously people use that. So, because then it'll say so-and-so is attending events in your local area. And I'm like, Oh, I really wonder what they're doing in my area. So then I'll go to the calendar I and be like, what's going too. on? You yep. know, like, yep. 
And so I, I tell people, I'm like, always use events. And my mom's like, well, the other stores already did events. And I'm like, but you do your own event from your page for your store, not rely on the group, the themed event as the whole community, but actually do your own thing for each business. Right, yeah. And that seems to really help. So I, I like that. I could not agree more. I think, I think it's something that they are pushing you know, the events. So I think it's a great, I mean, I even love the Facebook live thing, putting that in the event that you were saying, Amanda, I mean, that's a great option too. So yeah, using events more. Isn't there a new app? I mean, how many Facebook apps are there now? But I thought there was a Facebook local app. Is it called yeah, Facebook I don't know what Local? With it. I probably have it too. Did they I, crash there is a or Facebook something? dating app we know of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there, is, is that, oh yeah, see, I have local right here. Yep. I have oh. it. I don't even oh, we know about the Facebook dating app. I'm going to do an episode on that someday about how I use the Facebook dating app. <laughs> I, well, I didn't even anymore. know it was a thing. So what is know. that like? I have to ask because like when they launched it, is it, is it good? Is it, I mean, um, it takes curious. a lot of filtering because there's not a lot of <laughs> options. So basically all you know is their name, number and a profile picture and whether it's taken in their grandma's kitchen or who knows, you don't know. I mean, all you can see is. So can you click on it and go to their actually profile? No. It's very vain. So you're just. But you could it, go into Facebook and search that person. All you have is a first name and their age. Oh, and first maybe wow, a town. really? Okay. So you don't, you basically know their first name, their age, and no last name. And the, like you can put in your hometown and current, where your dating city, like where you're dating. So like I don't even put the city I live in. You know what I mean? <laughs> I put a neighboring town. Um, <laughs> And I tried it for like a few weeks and it was crazy because the minute I put my profile up, I had like 300 people I had to filter through that, you know, like, like want to get to know you or whatever. And then all you're really judging these people on is their profile because there's like really no content. You know what I mean? They get to fill in a few questions if they want to, but I'm sure it'll come along maybe (laughs) down the road, but (laughs) yeah. That's funny. Okay. Well, that's it was, but I just didn't even know it was a thing. And Laura's like, did you know there's a dating thing? I'm like, I did not realize And it's that. free. So I was like, hey, I'm going to try this. It's free. I'm not going to go pay on Match or wherever, anywhere else. I'm really not. I'm just more curious than anything because we could yeah. do a podcast on this. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, well, I knew they were launching it. I just, I guess I didn't, I haven't heard anything about it. So mm-hmm. that's funny. That's, it's smart. I mean, why not take advantage of another popular big area, you know, and they'll add advertising to it. Mm-hmm. That will be another place that there's advertising. And I'm sure they're going to yeah. add where you can pay to be on it. And then you'll get to actually connect with them and you'll actually get to see more information about them. Maybe a link to the pro who knows, but it's it might. Funny. But the one thing I've noticed with Facebook that they have not done is charge for anything additionally, other than paid advertising. Yeah. As a consumer. That's mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. Well, let's real quick too. Let's highlight. I know that you do have, you've been doing a, a podcast for a while. Um, let's talk about your podcast. It's called business growth time. And it's with my, actually I went to high school with Terry Bean. So I, we go way back. We were one of the first people on Facebook. And so it was just kind of fun from our high school, you know, one of those first, <laughs> we were, I think there were four of us and he was one. So we stayed in contact and he built one of the biggest business networking groups in Michigan. So he's in Detroit, Michigan. And then uh, we just got together and decided to start a podcast. And we've done it now for, um, scary to say, five five years in February. So quite wow. a while. That's awesome. And do you guys, so do you guys do that to work together for, you know, agency, for social media, for... We work separately. We 
we just do it to to meet people, interview people, and for authority purposes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's. I mean, and it's it's so funny that you say that because I'm in Michigan, so I'm actually out in that area. So that'd be oh, funny. like, hey, yeah. Oh, MCC. Have you heard of that? MCC. Yeah, what's it stand for? Oh, I'm zoning it, but yeah, he just had an event last yesterday, I think, or what? something. I'm MCC. gonna look him up. I'm gonna stalk him. I'll meet him. Totally, <laughs> Terry Bean. Yep, Terry so- Bean. He's a fun, fun guy. Yeah, we have a blast with it. We make a. He makes a joke about my E at the beginning because I branded myself Janet E Johnson because JanetJohnson.com was ten grand back. <laughs> I don't know what it is now, but I'm like. Okay, it's too common of a name. I got to figure that. So let's throw in the E. So then he makes a new joke every time on the podcast. Like the E today stands for. At one point, he had to pull out a dictionary because he's like, I can't think of any more E's. (laughs) (laughs) So we have fun with it. Yeah, we have a great time. We've we've had some pretty big. I mean, when I started, I had the CEO of Canva on my podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've had some pretty. um, I just asked, honestly. That's all. I mean, I didn't even know what I was doing. And yeah, I just asked. So it's, it's interesting. It's people, you know, you should have some sort of connection with them, you know, typically, but it's, it's been fun. Now we're at a point where we get so many emails and so many people asking to be guests that we're, we've gotten quite picky at this point with, with it, because we, we end up interviewing so many guests that we don't do our own shows. Like, talking about our own stuff, you know what I mean? And so who is, who is your, who's your target audience with your podcast? We really, it's small business owners, entrepreneurs, I would say, because it's anybody that's interested in learning more about how to business network, because that's Terry's specialty, and then the social media side. So we have both sides of it. I love that. That's like, so like, that's, it's funny because, so kind of the, the premise of, you know, when I was talking with Laura and we decided to come on and and do this and be like, okay, what is the purpose of this? That's very, in a similar fashion. Like I'm very blessed to be working from home with my husband. And so we have a a small daughter, but I get to travel as much as he wants to kick me out of the house basically. And I mean, and I'll go and I go to different events. And when I meet people, I just, I love meeting people and connecting and hearing their stories. And I felt that that's helped me so much in our journey, um, it, meeting amazing people, but also, you know, talking about the, it's, it's kind of like the, you know, story behind the story type deal. So you meet somebody initially, but then later you're like, okay, I really like this person. And you continue to talk and they're like, oh my gosh, this is what happened to me like a couple of years ago. And you're having a glass of wine and you're sitting in there and it just comes out like you're like friends and you're just like, gosh, that's such an inspirational story. And so many people that that don't have the ability, maybe they're just starting to build their business or, you know, they still have a job or whatever, or they don't want to, maybe they don't want to travel. Maybe they are doing this for the purpose of them being able to stay home, you know, and, and be with their kids in a, a mompreneur type setting. And so I'm like, gosh, there's so many amazing people that I meet that people just see them as this amazing authority, right? Because they've had all this success, but they don't get to hear about all of the struggle, which gets everybody tripped up. You know, there's all these different ups and downs that people don't hear about. And then, so when they do encounter that, they start questioning themselves and getting down on themselves versus, Hey, this is just a part of the process. And I would know that if I would have heard all of these other stories along the way. So that's kind of, you know, this to be able to share, because I know not everybody can get out there and, you know, meet these people and whatever. And I feel like over the past couple of years, 
that's just all I'm surrounded with now. And it's amazing. And having that, you know, support system is huge. So we're like, maybe we can be that for people. Maybe we can be that for them to be able to come and get this amazing content, but also be able to realize like, again, there's these, these things that you're going to, you know, need to be encouraged along the way. And so that, that sounds like, you know, what he was, what you were talking about with him being, you know, good at connecting or networking. Laura and I have talked about that before as well. We're like, man, I feel like we've been so fortunate and blessed to meet such amazing people. Like obviously yourself being able to come on our show. So thank you so much for that. Cause I mean, that's something that we're, yeah. we just really want to be able to do to, to bring to our, to our audience. Well, and, and to, to add to what you just said, we, the biggest, I think the biggest downfall in all of us. And I, I mean, it happens to me every single day still. We get in our own head mm -hmm. too much. We all get in our own heads, you know? And so it's like that whole mindset thing. And, and it's, it's something that we, we all go through a roller coaster, right? No matter who you are, how long you've been in business, I, it doesn't matter. We all are, you know, on that same, some people just have longer time of experience or, you know what I mean? And, and have more, more experience. And I mean, there's probably not something that I haven't gone through in my business that, I mean, I, I guarantee I've probably been through everything. I mean, from getting screwed on taxes to, you know what I mean? Like there's yes, just yes. so much, you know, learning taxes, like taxes was my nightmare. Um, you know, I mean that, but there's things people don't think about when they start a business. It's like, you know, oh, should I LLC or should I S Corp or what do I do? You know, I mean, there's just so much craziness with um, starting a business. I'm not scaring people off to start a business, but but it is deeper than just that front front end um, where, oh, I'm going to start a business tomorrow. You know, you might want to just, you know, if you have a good job, take one step at a time, especially like e-commerce, what you're doing. Yeah. You know, back in the day, it used to be, I used to do some e-commerce stuff too, but I left that world. I still want to dabble in it. It'd be fun. But the bottom line is it's like, it takes traffic. There's steps to do. You, it, you can't just put up a store and think, oh, people are going to show up at my store. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make sales tomorrow because I put up a store. No, you got to get traffic. There's different methods that you have to do. You have to learn all of these different things in your business. So yeah. I think it's just that getting in your head so much is a big, big thing. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, Janet. Well, I know you have some awesome content that you offer and we want to put this on our show notes. So they're going to find you at hotmesstosuccess.com slash Janet is where we're going to have the show. We're going to have all the show notes, but can you tell our audience some of the content? Um, I know you have one of the links was for um, some freebies and what, what were those? Yeah, I don't even remember what it is. <laughs> I have a couple of freebies. You know, honestly, in JanityJohnson.com, just go to my website and you will see okay. the free guide. I have a free Instagram and Facebook guide. Um, I'm actually working on a new freebie too where for optimizing your Facebook and your Instagram. Those are two great, but you can find those right on my website. It's, it's oh, pretty good. prevalent. So we'll just link them right there. So if they go yeah. to hotmestersuccess.com slash Janet, we will put the links so that you can find Janet on social media. You can find her. So anyway, they want to get in touch with you because maybe there's some people that are out there like, I could really use her help. Are you taking on new clients at this time? Yeah. One of the things that I do right now, I do full management clients. I have a three month system where I actually go in and set up people's Facebook ads for them and launch them and run them and you know, get them all awesome. properly set up. So I have the full management and then ads ROI Academy will be launched again in a couple of months. So there's a, you know, a couple things that I do. So if and people so want to learn themselves, they can do that too. With the Academy, that is something that that's kind of like their self timeline, or do you have a structured time that you do that? 
Yeah, that one's actually a structured time. Okay. It's I, I also have Social Strategies Club, which is a monthly program. They could jump in at any time and learn deeper. There's both Facebook ads in there is in there somewhat, but it's not so structured because it's a bunch of different coaching calls with video marketing. That's what I did today and different things like that. So that's something people could jump in at any time, but the ads are why is a specific, it will be going again in February and we do six weeks. Awesome. We do those lives so that people can ask questions and, you know, and we go in a certain methodology so that it goes from getting it all set up to launch. Cool. Awesome. Well, this is exciting. You have so many amazing things that I know we're interested in. Our audience is going to be interested in Mm -hmm. people who want to build on social media. It will be fantastic for them to get in touch with you again. So have them go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash Janet, and you're going to find all of this amazing content and we'll get you directed over to Janet so that you can get in touch with her and have her help you expand your horizons on Facebook and Instagram, which we all know we need to do. So and TikTok. And TikTok. Oh yeah, we never got into that. Oh That's our gosh, next I'm gonna episode. find you on TikTok now. Like I I said, I was like, you know what? If I had this when I was in high school, this is all I would do. I would just TikTok because I like the dance. I love the choreography stuff. Like Laura and I got together. I was like, the only thing I want to do during our mastermind, Laura, is like, we need to TikTok together. So, so you're <laughs> just going to see my cats. So, I've got- <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to dig in and I can't wait to listen to your podcast, check that stuff out and awesome. meet Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me <laughs> too. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, right. Thanks Janet. Right. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening today. Always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed, and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.